Sam. Yeah, Don? What's the word? Lawyer. My dad was an alcoholic who wanted to be a lawyer, but he could never pass the bar. Where'd you hear that, clunker? <laughs> I heard it through the grapevine. Welcome. It's the AA Grapevine Half Hour Variety Hour, featuring the collected voices of Alcoholics Anonymous. I'm Don, an alcoholic in Greensboro, North Carolina. Hey, Don. Hey, everybody. I'm Sam, an alcoholic in Palm Springs, California. Ooh, Sam, how are ya? Ooh, I'm entertained, Don. You just make <laughs> me laugh all the time. Well, I am excited. Whew, not only that, I'm ecstatic. Danger, danger. Why's that? Well, in the big book, after step seven, doesn't it say, like, we'll be in much less danger of excitement? <laughs> yeah, but this is the good kind of excitement. Oh. It's a new month. And you know what that means? The new grapevines are here. And not only that, the new grapevine app is here. Yes. <laughs> this thing's awesome. The new Grapevine app. Yes. But we'll get on to more of that later. Okay. This month is our annual Young and Sober issue featuring fun and hopeful stories by members who came into AA at an early age. In the story, The Good Life, a once drunken college dropout now bikes around the world and sponsors guys across the Rocky Mountains. Bikes around the world. That's so cool. <laughs> in Young and Sober in Akron, a member gets sober in the town where it all started and finds his fellowship at college. And a fun-loving group of young and sober Italians share the joy of starting a conference in all in there for Italia Pa, Italy Pa. It, Italy? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it's a smash up of Italy and Waipa. It's the Italy Young People in AA conference. And the young people in AA in this area, it's Ikipa. Uh, that's our international conference, Ikipa. North Carolina, you've got Nikipa. Nikipa. That's it. And here in Palm Springs in the Coachella Valley, we're all lumped together in the Dikipa, the Desert Cities Conference of Young People in AA. I'm not commenting. Now, <laughs> <laughs> Sam, did you see that picture in the uh, If Walls Could Talk section of the magazine of the 12 Steps to Freedom meeting room? Oh, man. That one? Yeah, let's go in person and check out that meeting. Yeah, absolutely. It's a covered open air meeting space surrounded by palm trees overlooking the ocean on the beach in Costa Rica. Yeah, I'll see you there next week, Don. You know, maybe we could get the grapevine to send us there and do some personal interviews. <laughs> I think we need to do like two or three weeks worth, right? Yeah, in Costa Rica, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can read all that and more in the magazine. And this month, you can download the new Grapevine app and read it there. And to tell us all about that app, I'm excited to introduce our benevolent overseer, the publisher of the Grapevine magazine, Chris C. Hi, Chris. Hey, Don and Sam. How are you doing today? I'm excited. Not only that, I'm ecstatic. 
Me too. <laughs> Just since you were talking about the different Ikipa and in Alabama, it's Alkipa, which I think is my favorite. I love that. Isn't that great? <laughs> well, Chris, tell us a little bit about this app. So the app was released on Friday, September 1st. Uh, we had a little bit of a celebration over the weekend at Ikipa and also at the National Hispanic Convention, which is happening this weekend. It's basically built to be everything grapevine in one place. So if you have the app on your phone, you'll be able to access the magazine, the archives, the podcast, the sobriety calculator. And we have a new feature on there, which we're calling the spiritual maintenance checklist. Oh, yeah. You'll be able to go in and create your own checklist of the things that you feel you need to do each day in order to maintain your spiritual condition. And it'll tell you that you've done one of five or four of five or five of five or whatever. It'll be a, a nice little tool to help us keep on track. Kind of an accountability tool. Yeah. And the Grapevine Daily Quotes on there, I'm sitting at zero of five completed on my daily spiritual maintenance checklist <laughs> right now. I'm, I'm sad to say. Well, it's early there, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, why does the Grapevine need an app? Okay. So two years ago, I was on my way into a strategic planning meeting with the board of directors of the Grapevine. And I was taking the subway in and I looked around. There were about 30 people on the train and 25 of them were looking at their phone, but nobody had a magazine. Nobody had a newspaper. Mm. Nobody had a book. Mm. People were either sleeping or looking at their phone. I thought to myself, this is where we need to be because people don't pick up magazines like they used to. And we've seen that statistically, too, that it's true that people are much more likely to read the New York Times on their phone now than they are to pick up the paper or whatever. And uh, we're never going to be the New York Times, but they're a good example to follow. They now have about 750,000 subscribers for their newspaper and over 9 million for their app. Oh, that's a huge difference. So not that we, you know, our job at Grapevine is to serve the fellowship. And if people have their phone with them, which they do, if we go to conventions, if we go to meetings, I mean, I, I see people reading the step book, they'll pull out their phone and they'll go to the GSO website and read the chapter right on their phone. Mm -hmm. uh, the phone is it's always been a tool in aa obviously it started with a phone call yeah, that's Indeed. right especially those extremely heavy ones i heard the 400 pound phones yeah. <laughs> yeah we feel like we can best serve the members of aa by having the content and the features and the podcast and, the, and all the different things together in one place so that you'll have the grapevine with you you have a few minutes before you have to go into an appointment or something. You could read a quick article. You could put the phone into your car system and you can listen to the articles. You know, all of our articles in the grapevine are recorded. So there's audio for each article. And we've designed it so it's in a playlist format. So you start with the first article and it'll go to the second, third, fourth, like a, like a, like an album. That's a fantastic feature to introduce. Yeah. And then the podcast, of course, you can listen to that right on the phone, too. So Yeah, and we recommend you do that every Monday, at least, right? <laughs> yeah. It's amazing the, uh, the following you have, folks have had because we see a spike every Monday. I mean, there's I think we average about 4,000 listens a week or something like that. Over half of them are on Mondays. And I get up in the morning. You know, we put it on our website at 9 a.m., 
I get mm -hmm. up in the morning at seven and, you know, a thousand people have already listened to it on the various other platforms. <laughs> well, so the grapevine was started as a way to communicate with the fellowship, right? Correct. So this is meeting people where they're at with the technology that pretty much all of us have in our pocket now. That's right. We're no different than any other publisher. Our magazine sales have gone down over the years. What accepts me more is that because of new habits that they have, they don't see the magazine. They don't, unless you have a good grapevine representative in your group, you're not going to hear about it. You're not going to see it. Will the magazine still be published? Oh, yeah. The magazine will still be published. It's an important tool. I mean, you know, we have over 50,000 subscribers. So we have plenty of people who love the magazine, love to be able to sit down and open the magazine and read it. Also, it's used for corrections. Um, Within correctional facilities? Correctional facilities, bringing it into incarcerated people who are new members of AA who can use it in, inside and institutions and other places and groups. You know, you can put magazines on the table, but you're not going to put your phone down on the table for somebody to borrow. That's for sure. Right. <laughs> and you can share articles too, right? You'll be able to share articles with friends. So if you see an article, Sam, that you think Don should read... To help them out, you know, with whatever's going on. The in there. whole magazine. <laughs> <laughs> and they're ganging up on me. <laughs> no, but you could send it via text. It's also an invitation to check out the app. You'll also be able to share stories. So if you have some experience, strength, and hope on a, being a sponsor and there's an article about sponsorship, you can share that. So yeah. now, Chris. The app is free to get, right? There is free content in the app. It's free to get, and you'll be able to utilize some of the features. Like the podcast is free, so you'll be able to listen to the podcast via the app. You'll still be able to go into the sobriety calculator, other free features. You'll be able to, to access all the information about how to write articles for the grapevine, how to be a grapevine representative. All that kind of thing will be available. But the magazine articles, the audio for the magazine... The archives, all of that's going to be behind a subscription. So you'll have to subscribe to the app, which will be $2.99 a month or $29 a year. You know, Grapevine is a self-supporting entity, so we don't accept contributions. We depend on the sale of subscriptions and books to keep the Grapevine going and serve the fellowship. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. None of the money from the Seventh Tradition Basket goes to the Grapevine. That's exactly right. We got a recent donation of $15,000 and we had to send it back. Ouch. I was crying as they were taking the check out of my hand. Oh, we can't <laughs> accept donations. No, we don't. We don't accept donations. <laughs> oh, man. Now, Chris, so this is $29 a year. What are the other subscriptions that are available? Okay. So now with the app, we're going to have three basic subscriptions. We're going to have a digital subscription. That's $29 a year or $2.99 a month. And for that, you get full access to the app and to the website. You'd be able to go from one to the other. Then there'll be, of course, the print subscription. That's also $29 a year. Then we'll have a complete, which will be about $54 a year. That would be you'd get the print magazine in the mail, and you'd be able to access the app and online. Gotcha. So... $2.99 a month. That sounds less than a cup of coffee. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I am totally signing up for that. Good. Me too. 
I hope so. And, you know, hey, we went through a lot of process to make sure that we got this right. Because um, while we were developing the idea, we were bringing it to workshops at assemblies and at regional forums and that sort of thing. And got a lot of feedback from people, what they'd like to see. We worked with a developing company to develop the app. And as we were doing that, we had a beta test in June and July of this year. And over 100 people had the phone app and were using it. We collected all kinds of comments and suggestions from them. Some of the stuff was really helpful. You know, like uh, just instead of, say, morning prayer, say morning practice, because the practice mm -hmm. may include prayer, but it may be other things as well. And then um, we got over 120 suggestions and comments. Some of them we took care of right away. Hey, that's a great idea. It's an easy fix. Let's do it. And then others were sort of not yet. But we will get to those. You know, I want people to know that this is launched now and it's out, but we still want suggestions. We want to make this Grapevine app very helpful to people in their sobriety, in their 12-step work. And anything that we can do, any idea you have while you're using it, jot it down and get it to us, you know, and you can send that to social at aagrapevine.org. Chris, it's kind of a shame my delegate's suggestion was for a game. And I see <laughs> yeah. it's not in there. The Jaywalker game where Bill yeah. W. runs across <laughs> traffic and tries to <laughs> escape getting hit, kind of like the old Frogger game. Is that coming in the future? <laughs> it's, a, it's a possibility. <laughs> Excellent answer. <laughs> we'll do a market test on that, Don, and we'll see how it, how it goes. <laughs> oh, there's going to be clamoring for it now. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, what about the spiritual buzzer app? Is that going to be in there where it will buzz if I'm not spiritually fit? Ooh, I like that. It just follows me and rates my spiritual fitness. I'm sure as technology advances, we'll be able to integrate something <laughs> like that. Right now, it's not there, but we will be able to tell you right off if you've done your morning practice, if you've, okay. if you've, read, if you've read the literature, if you've called your sponsor, if you've gone to a meeting, as long as you're doing those things and you're checking them off, you'll be able to check your own spiritual condition. So it's still going to be based on me taking action, yeah. not letting yeah. something else do it for right. me. <laughs> there you go. There's no easier, softer way, dude. Sorry. <laughs> oh, now, once again, how much does this app run us? So monthly, it's $2.99. Yearly, it's $29. The app is now available. Just look for the AA Grapevine app on the App Store on your phone. Chris, thanks for joining us. And like we do every month, today we have an author guest, someone who submitted a story to the grapevine. Who's our guest today, Sam? Don, today's guest is the author of The Junkyard. We welcome Steve from Egg Harbor Township in New Jersey. His story is on page 48 of the September 2023 issue. Plus, at the end of the show, a special blast from the past with Bill W. talking about technology and AA. Performed by voice actor Scott S., a longtime AA member. I can't believe we got Bill W. on the podcast. Well, an actor performing as Bill W. Sam, 
have. Isn't it great the way AA just gives us this podcast for free? It doesn't work quite that way, Don. What? While we provide the podcast at no charge, we do have expenses. Grapevine is the only AA entity that does not accept contributions. Nothing from the basket or other money from your home groups. So to support the AA Grapevine podcast, please subscribe to Grapevine Magazine in print or digital. Or provide a subscription to someone in need through our Carry the Message program. Or purchase books or other items at aagrapevine.org slash store. My name's Steve. I'm an alcoholic. My home group is the Junkyard Group. I'm in uh, Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey. My sobriety date is January 14, 2008. Thank you so much for joining us. Steve, I enjoyed reading your article in the Grapevine. I particularly enjoyed the photograph of the Junkyard meeting with all of these chairs sitting around a campfire, it looked like. It looked like maybe there were 500 chairs, no two exactly alike. Well, we're at Salvage Yard. When there's five new members each evening for two months straight, like you need to gather chairs. So (laughs) a lot of chairs came from the side of the road that people put out for trash. I kind of figured that was the case. I mean, (laughs) with you being at the Salvage Yard, that looks like a fun meeting to hang out at. Yeah. What got you started to come to the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous? I've been an alcoholic my whole life. and I was in five different rehabs. I just couldn't stop drinking, you know, with relapse and not know why and all this and that. And I was five days sitting on my son's couch. And on my fifth day, I had to make a decision. And my decision was my third step decision to follow the instructions in the instruction book, which is the big book. Sounds like if you'd gone to five treatment centers, you were well-versed in the big book and the steps. Yes. It it was six years of five rehabs and relapsing and keep coming, crawling back to AA. So the way I look at it is it took me six years to get the first two steps and then five days to make my third step decision and get started (laughs) with my fourth step. I was 27 days sober when I finished my seventh step. Once you got rocking and rolling, you moved. Yeah. To me, I was the lollygagger. I didn't have to take that long either. What was going on inside of you? Where were you not giving up? Well, it's like, I think that I always thought I was smart enough when I was ready to get sober, I would get sober. I can do Mm -hmm. it when I'm ready. This last time, two days out of rehab, I was drinking again. And I realized maybe I'm not so talented after all. Maybe I can't just stop drinking whenever I'm ready. I think everything was fear, fear that I was wrong about myself and I was not so great after all. Talk about a first step. I mean, admitting we were powerless over alcohol. Right. And I just got started. I finished my fourth step, did my fifth step, and the next day did six six and seven. And a half hour after I did my seventh step, asked God to remove all this. I was in handcuffs. That was the best day of my life. When you were in handcuffs? No, I got out of the handcuffs that day because a friend of mine's high up in the sheriff's department. He helped me out for the last time. Mm -hmm. 
took 10 minutes to take me back where I was staying, but it took him an hour and a half because he drove in circles lecturing me, telling me I better <laughs> find God. This is the last time. He dropped me off, and then I got my phone call. My bed was ready at the sober house. I woke up the next morning a new person. I just knew I was okay. You know, and then I got started with my eighth step right away. Well, all the defects that I asked God to remove, I was on the beach, sat there quietly for an hour, as the uh, instruction book says. Mm -hmm. I came in from the beach, went to my niece's apartment where I was staying. Nobody was home. And for two hours, I got on my knees and I asked God to remove all my shortcomings. And I listed all my bad check writing and my insurance frauds and my, my license was always suspended. Mm. And then my son was calling me up. I was late for work. Where am I? So I'm driving to work. I get pulled over by the police. I forgot about the bad check. I wrote the motor vehicle. Mm. I had a, a warrant for my arrest. I did not have any insurance. It was all fraudulent. I got arrested. I was in handcuffs in the back of the cop car. My friend who's high up in the sheriff's department heard my name, left his office in uniform, and I ended up getting a ticket for no seatbelt, and he helped me with my warrant. Well, it sounds like this prayer didn't work. <laughs> he asked God to remove everything, and the next thing you know, the cops show up. That's right, and it's been removed. I've never driven a vehicle without a driver's license. I've never written a bad check since. And I've never driven a vehicle without the proper insurance. There you go. That's that making amends is also not repeating the things that we yes. used to do. Well, we ask God for help. And that's, you know, that's how I got it. It's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. And it was the best day of my life. Then I was visiting my daughter in Colorado. I was three and a half months sober when my sponsor told me I'm already living steps 10, 11, and 12. And a meeting, they were passing the basket around that a second basket. I asked this older woman sitting next to me, what's that second basket for? And she told me that's for literature for people that are in the jail. And she turned at me and told me with a stern voice, if you want to stay sober, when you get back to New Jersey, you get cleared to go into the jails. So I was six months sober when I went into my first jail meeting, mm. right? And I've been going every week for 15 years. Wow. It's the biggest part of my sobriety today. That is some serious 12-step commitment. Yeah, we just couldn't go in during COVID, of course. It was shut right. down. But Are you back in now? Yeah, we're back in now. I went back in, and it's the same guys in my AA meeting. I bet they missed you. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was great. I missed them. They're my, yeah. <laughs> it's, my, it's the best meeting I attend is my prison meetings. These guys are my friends. They're like my friends in sobriety. I've been going there for eight years. And it's cool because there's no time to do step work. But my friend Don, he was doing his fifth step with me. And he had like 30 seconds after every meeting every Monday. So he would tell me about when, something on his fourth step every Monday night for 30 seconds. And it took him like three months to do his fifth step with me. Wow, that's determination. Yeah. Don's been in prison 16 years now. He gets out soon. And uh, he's my good friend. He's the Morgan Freeman type. You know, he looks like Morgan Freeman and he talks like Morgan Freeman. 
<laughs> and he didn't want to be in the meetings, but his voice was so well, and he was such a good reader. I made him read how it works every meeting. And then he started to enjoy it, and he became a, a good member of AA. Oh, man, that is fantastic. I'm a little curious about the junkyard group. What type of meeting is that? Is it a speaker meeting or a... Yeah, we have different, you know, we have our group. So the group decides what's what. You know, I try to not be involved with that too much because I am the landlord also. Ah. I try to let the group make decisions on what to do. And there's speaker meeting on Wednesday and uh, we have a big book meeting on Sundays and the rest are discussion meetings and nice. you know, different groups have started since then. And there's the NA that comes there also now. Cool. That's an incredible way to be sure that you continue to remain involved with AA is to start a meeting on your property. <laughs> <laughs> we, and we did, did our meetings. We just did, you know, it's God's world. It's not our world. Gotcha. We just let it flow. Steve, so you wrote a story that you submitted to the Grapevine about the junkyard group. Yes. What prompted you to write the Grapevine? My son-in-law's mother is an AA member. And when I told her about it, she insisted that I do it. She tore a page out of the Grapevine and said, here, you have to do this. And then she bugged me until I did it. <laughs> the pictures I chose first had all the people in it. Nope. Nope. Can't do that. <laughs> you know, no. so. I ran it by all of our group members and say, what do you think of this? And they all said, it sounds great. Just send it in. Fantastic. That's great. So what's it like now? What's your situation now? Now my situation is I'm a house mover by trade. My son got out of prison 10 years ago. He got sober in AA a year before he went to prison. He got out and my son has 80 employees and he does like $15 million worth of construction work a year now. And it was all built by him. It was all built from dedication and work. From me, my first few years, and then I turned that over to him, you know, and he's running with that. And then I have my yard here. And a lot of meetings. <laughs> got some good <laughs> meetings. Got a of, there's a lot to go here at the yard. There's a lot of meetings and we got a lot of my homeless friends that are off the street. We're now sober, and they live in different spots of my junkyard. I'm blessed. I'm absolutely blessed. I hear that. And I hear that you help a lot of people. You know, it's like I'm just as nutty as everybody else. So it's <laughs> like I just let things happen. It's not my world. No, <laughs> yeah. My higher power's world. I'm just living in it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Steve, this has been great to meet you. Thanks for joining us and talking with us. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. All right. The new Grapevine app is now available. And at this historic moment in the history of the Grapevine, we want to close with quotes from Bill W. taken from his various talks as recreated by voice actor Scott S. He opens with a few words about his drinking days and the nature of alcoholism. That statement always takes me back to a, a summer night at a drying out place in New York where I lay upstairs at the end of a long trail, 
my wife was downstairs talking to the doctor, asking him, Bill wants so badly to stop this thing, doctor. Why, why can't he? He was always considered a person of enormous persistence, even obstinacy in those things that he wished to achieve. Why can't his willpower work now? It does work even yet in other areas of his life, but why not this? And then the doctor went on to tell her something of my childhood, showing that I'd grown up a rather awkward kid and how that had thrown upon me a kind of inferiority and it inspired in me a fierce desire to show other people that I could be like them, how I had become a person who abnormally craved approval, applause. He showed her the seed planted so early that had created me an inferiority-driven neurotic. On the surface, to be sure, very self-confident with a certain amount of worldly success in Wall Street, but along with it, this habit of getting release from myself through alcohol. You know, as strange as it seems to some of the clergy here who are not alcoholic, the drinking of alcohol is a sort of spiritual release. And how well alcohol seems temporarily to expel those feelings of inferiority in us, to transport us temporarily to a better world. At a time like this, before thinking about today or tomorrow, old-timers like Lois and me think about the past. I think a key word by which you might convey some little part of what has happened might be the word communication, now coming so much into the forefront of our minds. When you think about it, AA is a unique means of communication. Our lives are depended on communication. Our unity depends on communication. Our functioning depends on communication. Everything is hung on this business of communication, and I can think back to a time when there was virtually none. Lois and I were isolated and drawing further apart, each in retreat. No communication. Dr. Silkworth makes a communication. It takes some hold on us, first hope, then happily a hopelessness. My sponsor sits across the kitchen table on which there was no coffee in those days. It was, it was gin. <laughs> and, then, and then the unique communication starts. One drunk talking to another. So it has been. It has been a story of communication. Well, this conference is a great network of communication. Visualize how firmly this effort is beginning to rest on a base composed literally of thousands of interested people, trusted servants, working at the business of functioning worldwide. Thousands of GSRs, hundreds of committee men, you delegates. We live in an era of change. Our 12 steps probably won't change. The traditions, not likely at all. But our manner of communication, our manner of organizing ourselves for function, for service, let us hope that this goes on changing for the better, forever. Therefore, nothing can matter more to the future welfare of AA than the manner in which we use this colossus of communication. Used unselfishly and, well, the results can surpass our present imagination. Should we handle this great instrument badly, well, we shall be shattered by the ego demands of our own people, often with the best of intentions on their part. 
Against all this, the sacrificial spirit of AA's anonymity at the top public level is literally our shield and our buckler. Here again, we must be confident that love of AA and of God will always carry the day. The adherence to our traditions is so astonishing, really, when you stop to think of the power drivers like me, who love to bust loose at the public level and that sort of thing. AA is full of these people, and yet the conformity to these traditions is beyond belief. It isn't just a matter of self-preservation. It's the spirit of AA that makes this possible. Out of it will come a better communication with our friends and through every possible medium, to an increasing segment of the people we haven't reached. I have profound confidence. We reference the past and its lessons for so long as those teachings work, and when they don't, we readapt, we reshift. That has been our history. There's a very natural resistance we have toward change. We're apt to say, well, it worked very well the way it was, so why change? But after all, we have undertaken several tremendous changes. Our manner of communications, our manner of organizing ourselves for function or service, let us hope that this goes on changing for the better. Forever. What in the hell are we afraid of? All of Bill's dialogue came from historical documents, especially the book, our Great Responsibility, a selection of Bill W.'s General Service Conference Talks, 1951 to 1970. Special thanks to past delegate Monica F. and my current delegate Julie R. for help researching Bill W.'s words. Hi, folks. We need your stories on the individual traditions. Pick one and write about your or your group's experience with it. How has a tradition played a part in your life? How has your understanding of a tradition changed? What is a personal experience where a tradition played a part? Visit aagrapevine.org for guidelines and to submit. In a virtual blackout, a future member staggered home, made his way through the house, and wound up in the shower stall of his bathroom. Groping in the dark, he turned on the water and was soon a sodden sot. The commotion woke up his wife, who took a dim view of the situation and loudly told him so. I know, I know, but let me in. It's raining out here. (laughs) (laughs) It's really not that funny. Thanks for joining us. The AA Grapevine Half Hour Variety Hour is posted every Monday and is produced by AA Grapevine, Inc., We don't speak for AA as a whole. We share the experience, strength, and hope of members to help others recover from alcoholism. Podcast info, including how to call in, is at aagrapevine.org slash podcast. 
Find AA Grapevine on Instagram and the AA Grapevine channel on YouTube. All things Grapevine are available at aagrapevine.org. If you want to know more about AA, Google Alcoholics Anonymous and your city or visit aa.org. I live in Conway, Arkansas. My home group is Graced Women, and I love the podcast. Dawn and Sam, you get the best guests, but, I mean, maybe every AA member is a good guest. You guys just ask the best questions. So, anyway, I listen every morning whenever I come to work. Um, I'm commuting about 30 minutes, so the... AA Grapevine half hour variety hours, perfect length and perfect subject matter to keep my head straight whenever I'm driving to work and focus on good things instead of what I may not think is right with the world and other drivers. So anyway, um, thank you so much for the service you provide and the work you do is so great. And I always like to mention you guys in meetings that I go to. Um, I will say, oh, I heard this week on the AA Grapevine Half Hour Variety Hour. So you guys are hashtag heard in a meeting too. Anyway, thanks for doing all the good work you do. And uh, we'll talk to you another time. It's good to hear from you, Heather. Thanks for calling. You know, I think every member of AA is a good guest because we all have amazing stories. And every single one of us comes from such a terrible origins. We're all miracles. I'm so glad that the podcast helps to make you a safer driver. We're all very glad that you listen to the podcast, Heather. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Sally. I'm an alcoholic, and I'm from Wilmington, Delaware. I just want to say thanks to you guys for this podcast. I was just listening to this week's episode, and you said something about your two-year anniversary coming up. I can't believe it. I was so grateful that this podcast started. I never seem to get to the number of meetings I need, but I'm always in the car as I've been driving around these last... Well, I guess it's been a great year since I've been listening I'm able to listen to the podcast, get a little bit of program, get a little bit of serenity. I think my home group's tired of me quoting things that are said on the podcast, but it's definitely gotten me reading the grapevine again. I'm super excited about the app coming in September and another year of this podcast. Thanks for all your service. Sally, thank you so much for calling in. I love that you have a renewed interest in the Grapevine magazine and that you're like excited about the app. We're so excited about it too. Thank you so much for being a listener, for calling in. And man, I hope I get to meet you in a meeting sometime or at a convention. Take care.